The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. Yo, what's up? This is Lena Jackson, and I'm on the Pole Politicking Show. Hit me up at lenajacksonmusic.com and check out my new EP, Darkness Brim. Tears I've cried in a glass of wine All the pride I've felt to have inside will revive If I, if I, if I If I could see the light at the end of the tunnel Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Sipping Rex Goliath and I'm wishing I was David One stone left but I'm thinking I should save it for the next giant Trying to take over my mind Steady trying to break me down like an enzyme The demons in my head telling me I cannot make it Just like Satan to say I could not succeed until I fake it The blatant misuse of my talent would be futile The damage it would do to my ego would be brutal I try to represent for the youngins back at home Who feel as if they're going through the struggle all alone Desperate to be a sign of short so I floss on my and disguise it with the mule Feeling so impure So I'm searching for a cure For this pain that I endure The savior that I seek Lives deep down inside of me But it's so hard to be sure That's why I say if I Could see the light At the end of the tunnel Oh, no, 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 no I from an eye heartbroken Pondering vengeance daily Sipping something strange to change whatever ails me I barely made it out alive this time I fear the next interaction, I won't survive benign I just wanna leave this world behind me I don't belong and this world reminds me Want me silent, want me following blindly If that's the case, please don't be affected by exes Absence of my face, check it Now you fiending for me, so expecting Been rejected, but he projected The show must go on Wondered if he feel the same with Wonder Woman gone Pseudo bros, legion the whole So strategic, with no allegiance Make him sad, he rubbed this woman Wrong. This is a song for me, but it's also a song for you Should you accept it, the rep what you've been going through Far too often the heart shrouded in darkness So light it up if you spark and just embark it at the end of the tunnel if I could see the light at the, light at the end of the tunnel This world will funnel off your dreams if you let it run you So let your passions take action May that everlasting sun shine its light upon you Cause I ain't done, the rabbit's got the gun And I'm aiming for the prizes I've already won Welcome back to PolePolitikin.com Your home for self-help meets hip-hop 
Make sure you download our app. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spreaker. We're on Podomatic. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're probably there. And I'm now politicking with Lena Jackson. How are you doing today? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm great. So I read that you're from um, Riley. So I just want you to talk about, you know, your hometown. How was the community out there? Okay. Um, well, yeah, I'm from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, so that's the the state's capital. Um, and uh, I, I was born and raised there. Um, the the part of town where I grew up at, the South Side, um, wasn't wasn't all that great uh, growing up. You know, I I, I dealt with a lot of uh, you know poverty and uh, I guess what people would call um, you know like the ghetto and things like that. But um, you know, I've I've made it through, and um, you know, I still have a lot of love for my city. Um, I would like to say that um, right now, now that I'm grown and I'm an adult, and I see some things that are going on, um, and I'm sure it's like this all over the country somewhere because I've been hearing it. But um, there's a bit of uh, gentrification going on in oh, my yeah. city. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, there's there's certain people that um, that live there and. Um, now they really can't afford to live there. Um, and it's unfortunate, uh, because, um, you know, they, they've been there, you know, all their lives and they could have, you know, I felt like they could have had an opportunity to maybe live in, in better, in better places. Like, I, I mean, I felt like I could have lived in a, uh, you know, a more suitable type of, you know, housing. And now they're putting condos up, you know, and I can hardly afford it myself. So, <laughs> okay. and then why is music important to you? Um, music, music is important to me because, uh, it, it just gives me this opportunity to tell my story, um, in a way that I prefer over any other way. You know, um, I, I, um, I, I love to write, you know, I love to write short stories. I love to write poetry. I, I'm a writer, you know? Um, but for me, music and, uh, more specifically, you know, hip hop, um, is just that, that window, um, to to really just let it all out and and say what you need to say um and whether people you know hate it or love it um for me it's it's just a chance to just be raw and be authentic uh so that's that's my first love right there then do you write every day yeah i write every day um some things are definitely better than others (laughs) um but I, I try to make it a point to just write every day, just just to keep my brain strong and um, you know keep my my pen game nice. So okay, and then um, what is hip hop to you? Um, hip hop is is just my my freedom. You know, um, it's it's liberation to me. You know, I know I know I mentioned that. Um, you know, you know, music it helps with that freedom of expression, but you know, hip hop in particular. Um, it, it has saved me from a lot, you know, growing up and being able to listen to, um, you know, uh, all different range of emotions, you know, um, from love to, to hate, to angst, um, you know, to, to struggle, to triumph, you know, um, it's, it's just always been like that support system when it seemed like nobody else was around. Um, so, you know, it's just like that. That's that's my my sidekick. You know. <laughs> and then talk about your um. He you talk about your background in music. How you got involved? Yeah. Well, um, like I said, I 
um, I started out writing poetry. Yeah. And then when I got about uh, maybe about twelve or thirteen, um, I was a tomboy, so I was always hanging with the boys anyway. Uh, but you know, I, I would be in the cafeteria and the boys would be beating on the tables and doing their raps and all, you know, so they'd have like the little cypher session going. And I used to look at them and I'm just like, I can do that. And I can do it better. You know, um, that was my thought process when you're, you know, a 12, 13 year old girl. And, uh, so I just kind of jumped right into that and, um, kind of used that skill from writing poetry and just kind of incorporated that into, um, you know, the, 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 that, that demeanor, you know, that aggressive demeanor and that powerful demeanor when you're, you're rapping or you're, or you're battling, which I don't really battle, but, um, you know, just, just that whole, just jumping in and, and getting into, um, the groove of things. Um, so, I mean, from that point on, I, I just, I just couldn't stop. So I, I've been rapping ever since, um, when I was, um, I'd say about 10 or 10 or 15 years ago, um, you know, when I was so young, like you're extremely young and you're trying to, you know, get into the, the game of, of music, you know, as far as it actually being like a business and a brand, um, you don't really know what you're doing and, and you, you know, you have, your heart is in it, but you may not have the knowledge or the guidance. And that was kind of my thing, especially being a young woman. Um, you know, I gave up a lot, you know, so, um, I, I told myself, you know, um, some uh, years back that I, I wasn't going to give up this time and I was just going to, you know, keep keep surviving and, and make it through because uh, I felt like I, I had something that I needed to deliver. So that's that's where I'm at now. Now say, what did you give up when you said I gave up a lot? Um, well, well when I say I gave up a lot, I mean, I gave up many times as far oh, as feeling okay. defeated. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah. So there's just times when I just quit hip-hop as far as actually trying to pursue it um as a career um I mean I still loved hip-hop and I would still write and you know I'd still have songs in my head you know but um it it was frustrating you know trying to kind of maneuver and kind of make a name for myself and things of that nature when uh you don't really have support and you don't have all of the knowledge that you really need so um so yeah I, I gave up many times but um, I was just like, I'm not giving up this time. So that's it. So, what motivates you to keep keep going? Um, well, I have a, I, I have a family now, um, and for some people, what I, what I've noticed that for people they have a family, they tend to focus on their family, and um, sometimes they'll put certain things to the side. And for me, it was kind of the opposite. You know, I mean, family is my primary number one focus. But I wanted to um, be able to show my son that you can still live your life, um, you know, create a family, get married, whatever you need, you know, wanted to do in life and still accomplish goals, you know, that were dreams of yours, you know, even as a young kid or or whatever, you know, I I wanted him to know that uh, mommy still accomplished her dreams. Um, so that, that really just drives me because I just want to set an example for him. I mean, he's just a baby still, but, um, I want to set an example for him. And also, um, you know, my, my husband, he's also an artist as well. So he understands it. Um, he, he 
can give, you know, advice and guidance and he's, he's always very encouraging. Um, so I'm, to me, it's, it's, um, it's the best position I've actually ever been in, you know, emotionally and mentally and financially to, to really go after my dreams. So yeah, here I am. <laughs> That's tight. So who are some of your influences as far as artists? Um, yeah, uh, some of my main influences, uh, were Outkast, um, Nas, um, Missy Elliott, because she just, <laughs> you know, she's, a, she's just always been phenomenal, especially a young girl seeing, you know, seeing her, um, just be whatever she wanted and, and say whatever she wanted. And, you know, she didn't always fit this ideal box of what, you know, um, society wanted a woman to look like. So it, it, it was just, she just blew my mind for me and she still, you know, blows my mind to this day. Um, and, uh, you know, also, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know, um, just, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony and, and Outkast are kind of how I learned, like, th certain techniques as far as breath control and things of that nature. So, you know, I, I, um, I definitely salute them and, uh, and their artistry. And what's your favorite, uh, your Missy, your Missy song? Ooh, my favorite one. <laughs> um, my favorite song would probably be whew, that is a hard question <laughs> um because uh I, well what i'll say is um her first her first album um would probably be my favorite and she had so many up there um when she when she did socket to me which most of that was actually her singing yeah. but when she did socket to me with debrat um i was just so blown away by that song because um it was too powerful women and it was actually the brat that came in and just killed that song with just you know just you know yeah. <laughs> so, you know to this day i mean that that's one of my favorite songs um up there but i, I have so many i I've, I've never actually been asked that question but um yeah <laughs> and then uh i want you to give us your outcast and bone songs oh wow all right um uh so my favorite song with Bone Thugs and Harmony um, is always going to be the the East 1999 um, track off of their their album, um, mm -hmm. the East 1999 um, Eternal album. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, there's there's so many more, but that one right there. <laughs> what you like about that one? Say what now? What you like about that song? Um, it, it, you know it's. It's the the harmony, the 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 bass. Well, harmony, of course. The you know, um, the the bass, and um, it's just so it's so catchy. But I mean, like all to to me anyway. Me personally, all the Bone Thug stuff was just was catchy, you know. Um, but but that one I can I can just listen to over and over and over again. So um, yeah, but um, but for Outcast, my my favorite song. Um, it's actually the title track for, for their Aquemini uh, album also was Aquemini. Um, that's to me, that was one of their, um, deepest songs. Um, I mean, they have a lot of deep stuff, but, uh, that one right there was just one of those, like I said, one of those I could kind of play back always. And, um, I mean, know all the words to, and, you know, know all the inflections, just like everything, like, <laughs> you know, Aquemini is just, um, hands down my favorite album by them, but, but that particular song, um, you know, sometimes I'll just listen to the instrumental 
you know, and just just lay back or whatever. But but yeah. And then I want you to talk about your style because I was listening. Like I see you rapping and you were singing, so just talk about your style as an artist. Um, my style is. I I would say that it's kind of raw, um, and it's I try not to be in your face raw, but you know it's it's more so um, whatever happens happens. You know I'm I'm going to say what I need to say, um, and if I need to tone it down to get that message out, or if I need to turn it up to get that message out, I will. Um, so it, I would say that it's raw and that it's unapologetic. Um, <clears throat> and I try to, um, I, tr- I try to show respect to the people that have given, you know, me influence. Um, so, you know, sometimes when people come back and they, uh, they give me any type of comparisons to, to anybody, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm definitely not trying to, you know, mimic anybody, but I understand, you know, when they, when they come back and they say that, you know, they come, they compare my flow to, you know, um, I, I, I actually had somebody compare my flow to, to Andre's, which I think I don't believe it at all. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. But um, if if that's the case and if that's how they really feel, then I would understand because, um, you know, I, I've studied his breath control. You know, I've studied his inflections before. Um, you remind so, me. I was kind of I, I, I was when I was listening to you, I was thinking about Queen Latifah. Yeah, I've I've gotten that one before, you know. I've I've gotten that one before also, um, which you know I absolutely love Queen Latifah as well, and uh, and MC Light, um, um, and and Queen Latifah had always had that unapologetic thing about her. Mm-hmm. So so my thing is is I'm going to talk about what I need to talk about, and you know you either like it or you don't, um, and uh, you know the the topics that I talk about are are pretty much that way you know I, I know that you know with my subject matter it really just depends you know I, I have a song about domestic violence and people could either take it or leave it you know some people may not want to hear anything like that and then you know for some people it resonates with them so um you know i i'm, I'm not necessarily trying to cater to to anybody you know but hopefully they like what I have to offer, you what, know. What was the song about domestic violence talking about? What was you talking about in the song? Um, well, the song is called House of Blues. Um, and, you know, it's basically talking about it. I, I'm using it from my perspective, um, talking about a, a abusive relationship that I'm in that, you know, I keep making excuses for or that I keep, you know, I keep dealing with. Um, and towards the end of it all, you know, I finally find some strength to go ahead and just exit the situation. But in the meantime, you know, it winds up being this roller coaster. Um, and it's, it's not, you know, for, for any other reason, but to just go ahead and put it out there. You know, I can't tell anybody what to do in their relationship. Um, and you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to preach to anybody. It's just me telling, you know, my story. And, um, I incorporated a couple of elements from, you know, other people's story that don't, that didn't want to tell their story, you know, because I felt like some of those things are important to know. And some of those things that other, other women, um, can identify with that just like, Hey, this happened to me, you know? (laughs) So, um, you know, I, I, I felt like that, that was something necessary, but, you know, I also know that that story may not resonate with, with other people and that's fine 
mm-hmm. you know um they don't necessarily have to embrace that but that's just who i am then i was listening to the your your ep it was called darkness brim Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I just want you to talk about it. I was liking it. I, I got like halfway through before I called you. Or, or that's what's up. Um, yeah, so it's called Darkness Brim. Um, the overall theme of Darkness Brim is um, me presenting myself as um, an imperfect person, um, an imperfect situation. Um, just a, a, an experience that involves um, some of the darker aspects of of living that we don't typically want to talk about, um, either in life or even or in hip hop. You know, um, so you know, I, I know I mentioned domestic violence, but you know, I also talked about my upbringing um, as far as you know being in poverty and, and being homeless at times. Um, you know, I I, I talk about. Um, uh, I have a song called Therapy Couch where I'm pretty much, you know, talking about um, some of the stuff that I've, I've gone through as far as dealing with grief and dealing with anger and hatred. And, um, you know, but what it is, is really, you know, trying to um, shine a light on, you know, mental health, um, because I, I've I've also um, I have a lot of experience in the mental health field and working with with people. So, um, you know, these are experiences that I've seen in so many other people, um, but as a as a professional in my life, I haven't had that opportunity to tell these people, you know, hey, I'm going through the same thing, or I've been through the same thing. Um, so this is kind of my opportunity or my way of doing that, and just letting people know that, like, um, I'm similar to, you know, or I've, I've had similar experiences, and, you know, we're probably more alike than you think, or than you want to really admit. You know, um, but, you know, that these uh, may not be the, the happier moments, but they're they're the realest ones sometimes. And then I want you to talk about the album cover. Cause like you was yelling or something. Yeah, um, I was uh, I was screaming, you know, um, and, you know, I was I was clutching my head because it, it's like the pre- feeling the pressure of trying to hold everything in. Um, we as a society, we always have to present ourselves as being put together and put and being composed and I'm not that way <laughs> you know um I, I I can do it but it it doesn't feel normal for me if if I'm not if I'm not okay then after a while something something's gonna boil over so um you know I I kind of wanted to express that on the album cover um you know also in the album cover on the on the album cover if um, anybody were to go and look at it, um, I'm also wearing brass knuckles and I'm wearing a, a chain. Um, and those actually came from my father. You know, my father passed away last year and um, it was it was very, very difficult for me. But um, I try to, you know, pay some type of homage to him um, in everything that I do now because he was always so proud of you know, anything that I did in life. But, you know, especially the music. So I try to, to, to give that nod to him. And then you was talking about your family. What what are some of your other interests outside of music? Um, well, yeah, music, uh, family. Um, so I'm very family oriented, um, and I'm also very uh, youth oriented. So I, I I like to be involved in um, community efforts. 
especially if they are going towards uh, the youth or focusing on the young people. Um, I just know how difficult it was when I was a teenager and I was trying to find my way and I was, you know, struggling. And um, a, a lot of young people that I'm, I work with now, you know, and I mentor and talk to, um, they've gone through situations that, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom. Um, so I, I, tr I try my best to give them any type of advice or guidance or, um, whether it's about music, cause a lot of them want to know about music, you know, or anything, you know, I, 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 uh, that's like another love of mine to try to give that type of, um, you know, guidance to the youth and that, that, um, show some love to the youth and let them know that, you know, they're not alone in, in what they're doing. So I'm, I'm very people oriented and I feel like, um, I'm doing my part to try to make this world a better, a better place if I'm investing um, in other people. Hmm. Then you have any uh, favorite books? Um, <laughs> um, I, I have a lot of like self-help books, <laughs> <What's> your... <laughs> you know, they're, they're um, self-help books. And then like the holistic medicine type of books. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like those books. Which ones, which ones you'd be reading? Um, well, I like they have the um, which they people don't. It's it's neither here nor there because some stuff people don't believe in. But um, I I used to um, read the the Kevin um, I'm a, I'm gonna mispronounce his name the Kevin True True Trudeau um, but he had the the books that were basically picking apart all of the the things that we would eat in the industry, you know, in the food industry, uh -huh. um, and, and why that they, why they were toxic for us. And, um, you know, just like, you know, corn syrup and, <laughs> you know, fructose and things of that nature, like, uh, what it was doing to our bodies and, you know, telling us how to, how to heal our bodies. So, um, my father and I would actually read those books and, uh, read, um, it's a, it's a pretty old book called back to Eden. Um, but, um, you know, basically in that, that frame of um, that that category of stuff. I really haven't gotten into um, nonfiction. I mean, not nonfiction. Into fiction um, stories and stuff like that. Um, it's it's been a while for me since I since I've done that. But um, I'm I'm still open to it. You know, I'm still open to to fiction. It just it just has to be a really good story. And as far as like uh, like artist management, what would you say are some the top three things a manager should do for artists? Um, the the main thing is uh, well for me personally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, the main thing is that I I I want a manager to believe in me. Um, you know, I I don't want them to just see, um, you know, um, a a, do a dollar sign or um, you know, something. To, to just say that they're working with a certain type of artist or anything like that. You know, I want them to be like, I, I really believe in this person. Um, you know, and I know that when it comes to the business, things can, can get kind of shaky because there's some people that are just like, well, business is business. And I, I understand that business is business, but I, I want people to have a, a heart too. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's a bit of my downfall, but you know, I, I, I need them to, to actually care. Um, so, um, care, you know, um, be able to, to make time, um, uh, and also to just be clear. Um, I'm, I'm very, 
I'm very adamant about people being clear with each other. Uh, so I need somebody to, to be clear with me. I don't, I don't like a whole lot of gray area. Um, you know, I don't like a whole lot of mystery. Tell me what's going on. Hmm. All right. And how, what are some ways the artists can like grow their brand? Um, one of, one of the best things that I've figured out, um, is to number one, keep learning. So, you know, don't ever think you know enough or, <laughs> or you know too much or anything like that, because there's always something new to learn. Um, so ask questions, read, you know, read articles. You know, I read different types of articles about the music industry every day. Um, so, so, well, so always, um, well, there's, there's, um, articles and newsletters and things of that nature that come from different companies like ASCAP, for example, hmm. uh, when it comes to like, uh, you know, uh, articles on publishing or, um, they talk about, you know, how the industry is, you know, which genre the industry is leaning more so towards, um, like right now, hip hop is one of the biggest genres right now, um, than any other genre as far as what the industry is interested in. Um, and, uh, you know, just so, so I, I just like just learning, you know, how and why and all this other stuff. Um, but that, but that's important for, you know, just being open to learn, um, is a, is a great way to, to know how to keep, uh, working on your brand and expand, expanding on it. Um, but also networking and, you know, really getting out there and, and trying to get to know people, um, and letting them see a certain side of you, you know, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, business, of course, and keeping it professional, but, you know, allowing people to see a certain aspect of your personality um, and, you know, actually trying to learn about what other people do, you know, because they they can open up doors for you if they like you or if they think that you're a genuine person or if they think that there's a, a possible way to collaborate, um, then, you know, you never know what doors can open for you. And I've, I've had plenty of doors open for me just by knowing how to greet people. You know, um, and how to how to have a conversation with people, you know, in person. Or, how do you, you know, so. how do you greet people? Give us a um, give us a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, well, I I try to stay approachable. Number one, when I'm out and about, because there's people that come up to me, and I I don't know if they're you know I don't know what they're coming up to me for until of course they're they're in my face and they're talking to me. Um, so I just I try to just be approachable and, um, and, and smile and things of that nature. So, um, uh, you know, I, I'll introduce myself. I'll, I'll shake hands. Um, you know, I, I, I smile, you know, I, I'm, I'm like that with everybody pretty much. Um, so, you know, that's something that, you know, my father taught me because he was always so, um, genuine and, and cheerful and stuff like that. And I, I'm very similar to my father in that regard. Um, and, you know, just willing to kind of listen because sometimes people just want to want to talk, you know, they might want to talk about what they're doing and, you know, or they may want to talk about what they're feeling, you know, and, and I have a therapist background. So, <laughs> you know, that that kind of works out for me. You know, I don't mind listening uh, to, to people and I don't mind talking back to them. So, um, you know, sometimes people are just like, you know, you're easy to talk to. And I've gotten contacted about you know, doing a show or something like that just by having one conversation with someone. So it, it works. What about eye contact? Um, yeah, yeah. Eye contact. Um, cause I don't know. Cause I'm not, just saying, cause like, 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 cause you're, cause you're a woman and I know like most guys, like if a woman make a certain along, you know, eye contact, they think that the, the woman might be interested. 
Yeah, um, but what I what I've found out is that um, they they tend uh, a lot of men tend to think I'm interested no matter what. That's so <laughs> you like, know. No um, <laughs> yeah, you know. So I, and I can't help that. I I just have to be able to to know what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do, and um, know and know how to set my boundaries. So I'm not I'm not mean to anyone. I don't mean mug anyone um, or anything like that because that it. Honestly, if somebody's interested in you or they want to try to pursue you, then they're going to keep trying anyway. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm pleasant with people. I, I give them eye contact. I smile. Um, I will shake their hand and I'll say good night, sir. You know, <laughs> um, just just so they know that I hey, I'm creating a boundary here. So and then what's the vision for your career? Like, where do you see your career like five years from now? Um, well, I. I definitely um, want to keep expanding and keep growing. Um, I'm, I'm still on the fence as far as um, whether I want to, to stay independent or if I want to pursue something major. Um, I, I, it, it really depends on, you know, what could work out in, in my best, my best interest. Um, and, you know, somebody that may be actually looking out for my best interest and, have to be smart but um but just definitely you know expanding you know any type of fan base um you know being more visible um doing more um you know uh songwriting and voiceover work um because i'm very interested in both um and so you know so that way i know that i'm not just out here just um just just you know rapping for for a crowd or for the the entertainment aspect of it and and putting something else in somebody else's pockets you know i need to be able to take care of my family as well so um just also have something to kind of cushion that and and sometimes those those other pockets of the entertainment industry like voiceover work or songwriting or things of that nature you know those things can can kind of help um so but but you know i'm I'm gonna keep rapping till it's till it's not fun anymore it's still fun for me so are you gonna do anything with the writing side on the right side um yeah i you know i i don't really i can't really say that i'm i want to be a ghostwriter or anything like that but you know it it really depends on the situation i i may but you know for me my stuff is so personal and you know so close to me that it, i feel like it'd be giving away a part of me you know um but but I, I would definitely be interested in, in, in actual songwriting. For some for some reason the the ghostwriting like rap songs, hip hop songs and stuff like that, I'm so unsure about. But, you know, as far as like R and B songs or any other song, like, you know, because I, I listen to all tip, different types of music. So I write for all different types of music and I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm game for that for songs. Who's your favorite R and B artist? Uh, Jill Scott. Uh, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up between Jill Scott and Maxwell. <laughs> All right. So you know what I'm about to ask next. What's your favorite songs from both of them? Oh Lord, <laughs> um, Maxwell. That's a hard one, boy. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um. Mm mm mm. That's got that's got me stuck. That's that's a hard <laughs> one. <laughs> I like that some some though. You know what? 
if I, I don't I don't I can't say for sure, but I'm gonna lean towards it. The something something is dope, but the actual remix that he did, he did the something something mellow smooth cut, and that was on the Love Jones soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a real slow, like sensual, like that song used to drive me bananas. Like I was just like, I, and I love the original something something, but the 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 slow remix version that he did was incredible to me. So yeah, um, as far as Jill Scott, I mean they they both. Or t- see that's the thing about me and my favorite artists like it's so hard for me to just pick um but uh whew, lord i always have to say a long walk is is probably a, a very special one you know um for for me when she did the 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 long walk because that that song and that video were just just perfect for me i, I loved it and what would you like to say to all your fans and supporters I would like to say if you are if you are already liking me, you know, you know who I am. Thank you so much. You know, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for any encouragement, for any feedback, for any comments, any attention whatsoever, because you don't have to do it, you know, and you don't you know, everything is optional. So, you know, any anytime someone reaches out to me and they say that they like something, I mean, I am so grateful. Um, if you don't know who I am yet, understood. I, I get that, you know. Um, but that's all right. You know, it's it's um, it. You know, you have an opportunity to, to to listen, and if you're at all interested, you know, then I I thank you for that too. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. All right, thank you for having me so much. I really appreciate you. you no doubt. You want to tell me your social media and everything. Yes, please. Um, well, I have a website. Um, you can come check it out. It's lenajacksonmusic.com. And um, if you want to reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those, it's always L Jack Power. So L J A C K P O W E R. Just you can come and follow me, message me, stalk me a little bit. It's all right. <laughs> I'm gonna say I actually I said I was gonna give you props on the website. It's pretty clean. Like most people's oh. website be kind of off a little bit, but yours was pretty pretty official. <laughs> Word, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Popolitikin.com. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T. I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.